All right, everyone. So football's back. Thank God. Break two weeks, international football. And here we go. Club football's back. Thank God, man. It was, I felt like this international break was the lo- it was way longer than the other one. <laughs> when the the first one. I don't know why. Yeah. This one I couldn't do it. It's because now we're excited, man. The league's back. Everything's flowing. Uh, it gets the blood boiling. So the breaks feel longer, right? Yep. And more annoying. And nobody really cares about international soccer. I mean, sure, but... It depends on the competition. I mean, if we're talking about the the nations, I mean, yeah. Who cares? But, yeah. But obviously, World Cup, Euros, obviously, that's more important than club football. Oh, but. 100%. <laughs> and especially we had, like, Denmark and everyone who also qualified, so it's great. So at least we had the, those good things come out of it. Thank God, yeah. Germany, but, uh, first team. Ger- yeah, Germany's in. Denmark's in. Uh, I mean, Canada had that win. The U.S. had a bit of an iffy time. But the uh, U.S.'s win was huge. Babies, obviously. Stunner of the goal. No one's seen it yet. I don't know how, but if by somehow no one's seen it, got to check that one out. Wait, give me a second. What's going on with my mic? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, that's weird. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, nobody really gets excited for it anymore. It's just on football, and it came back this weekend. My team played, your team played. Uh yeah. It was it was perfect. It was it was an amazing weekend. But Thank obviously, God. now that we're talking about club football and the Premier League, uh, the usual suspects, bar one, essentially won. So I guess we kind of have to talk about that. It feels like we're shitting on them a lot recently, but that they're giving us and you know anyone else who's doing this, you know, some some ammunition to do so. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. But obviously, we're talking about Leicester coming on top of Man United four two on Saturday. <sighs> Uh, I mean, shocker is pretty much the only word I can like shocker, but not in the sense of that they lost for two. It's just the the play was just was that it was shocking. They they do not have you can literally see they have no strategy to the game. It's Ole puts in all of their best players and it's just go and do what go play, go have fun. It's like us in the playground. It's just go have fun. I mean, even I thought I think we can organize ourselves better than this. For a hundred percent, there's some there were some moments I think I was watching Sancho was because he was supposed to be on the right, then he was on the left while also Ronaldo being on the left. It just <laughs> you had three players on the left and nobody on the right, and Oli, what is Oli doing? He's sitting down. I, there was this picture I saw on Instagram. I think it was. Uh, at some point, it was a picture of the pitch with or the situation I'm talking about. It was three players on the left side and nobody on the right side. And it's like they have possession, so you kind of, you know, you kind of want to have a person on the right. So you know, options. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and everyone's like, it doesn't make sense because the three you can see they're kind of like competing on the left side, and Ole's just sitting on the bench, not saying, uh, not doing anything. And everyone's like, what? Nobody was understanding, like, why isn't it him? He should be up there screaming at them, you know. Yeah, putting some level of passion, man. Light a fire under them. I mean, anything. Oh, God. Yeah, it goes back to the uh, their draw a couple of weeks ago where uh, I think they drew 2-2 against, I want to say, Crystal Palace, and he was smiling in the 94th minute. And everybody on Instagram's like, 
you're Man United manager and you're smiling when you're when you drew a game against I think Crystal Palace. I'm not sure. No, no, it was uh, Everton one one. Uh, Everton. Everton one one. And he was smiling. It's like, I mean, at this point, it just looks like a joke. Well, I I, I, I think he's very past like passe about it because like again, the club's coming out saying we're not changing. So mm-hmm. I think deep down he kind of knows. So it's like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just, it's not even a question of going through the motions anymore. They, they look terrible. That's all there really is to it. So I don't, I don't rightfully understand here. It's like the worst part is that they brought in, they brought in Sancho this summer, which I like, but he's not playing too well. But it's normal. It's going to take him time. Then he brought in Varane. Then he, and then the biggest player you can bring in, Ronaldo. Yeah, who actively wanted to come here. Oh, 100%. I think for years he's been begging for this and finally got the opportunity to come. And credit to him, came in, and he was a baller. First five, I think first six games, he had five goals. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Impact, yeah. it's, but, like, you can kind of tell now that, like, you know, when the hype lowers a bit, you know, the Ronaldo's, the Bruno Fernandez, like, there isn't as much hype as before, because before we were all excited to see how it's going to go. Now it's like, okay. That, that honeymoon seen... phase is gone, yeah. Exactly. Now it's like, okay, everything's back to normal. And you can you can just tell there's no there's no system in the team. And it's, it's embarrassing. To see any. <laughs> That's, this team, to me, honestly, they should be top four easily and... Con- Title contenders easily, yeah. no doubt in my mind. And but, I mean, uh, we're they're they're dropping points here, like let's say you know against there and Everton again, where they tied, and where they had uh, you know a one all game here. Uh, <laughs> they lost two, again. Two one game here, like you, you didn't gain the points where you're supposed to. Now you have to meet Liverpool. <laughs> like you got to meet Liverpool. You got to meet Tottenham. You got to meet Man City. This is gonna be a long month for uh, Man U fans. I mean, and uh, you have and you have UEFA in between, like you were stating before, yeah. against Atalanta coming up. And Atalanta's uh, a good offensive team, man. It's... I was gonna say a lot of people may not pay attention to City, yeah, but Atalanta is no longer a bogey team, and they need to absolutely be respected. Oh, 100 percent. So this is gonna be a very, very long month <laughs> for Man U fans. Thank God, man. I'm happy. That's great. Uh, I mean, yeah, it helps you guys, Man City and Liverpool, for sure. But uh, I, I don't know. Unless something happens where Ole finally clicks, gets things going, uh, uh, I don't bar think... a change, I'm not sure what's going to happen here. I don't think so. If it hasn't happened yet, it's not going to happen. That's what uh, That's what's in my head. Because when I think about it, per se, Man U, like us, Chelsea, we, the first couple... The first, let's say, four weeks, I guess, we played Man City, we played Liverpool, we've played Arsenal, which, mind you, I mean, yeah, we played Arsenal, mm-hmm. and we still came out of it first on the table. Mind you, I'm on a, I'm on a position where I'm going to tell you that, like, we didn't play. We're, we're, not in a, we're not playing good enough to be first right now in the league, but look, we did it. But now I want to see how Man United is going to react to it. I want to see against Liverpool. I want to see Atalanta because... Their biggest pr- problem I find is other than the coaching, the depth. I mean, you have your Rashford, you have your Martial, okay, mm-hmm. Sancho, Greenwood, 
But other than that, it's like, okay, other than your starting 11, you might have two players on the bench that might make an impact. But other than that, there's nobody. And with all these big games coming up... You serious be, rotation. Well, yeah, you, you, you can't be playing... Uh, you can't be playing a th- 37-year-old Ronaldo six games in a row, six games in two weeks. It's it... uh, God knows he'll try. <laughs> you, know how, you know how Ronaldo is, man. I mean, but but you're but you're absolutely right. There's there's no well, question about it. I mean, if yeah. there's one player on this earth that can do it, it's him. Fuck, but I mean, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> there is. I mean, with the physique and everything that this guy has for his age, yeah, it's pretty scary and disgusting. But it is what it is. I mean, he's the like the epitome in terms of proof of you put in the work, you're going to get the reward. 100%. Like, he and doesn't care about his age, doesn't care about anything, man. He's like, he shows up for work. He he shows up to work and, bro, he, he works, so he just constantly works. But anyways, I don't want it to make, po- I don't want to talk positive, positively about the Manu because <laughs> fuck them. But, um, hey, we're going to take the bias out. I mean, the one bright spot, obviously, is Ronaldo, but it's clearly not enough. I mean, there's only so much if if this was maybe, you know, if if he had gone let's say to Manu before Juve, you can probably do it because he still had it. Yeah. But you know, everyone kind of has to come to terms with he can't continue to do what he did five years ago. Let's say. Where you carry now? You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. not plausible. Yeah, but that's crazy. We say that which five six years ago, and when he when he won what three Champions Leagues in a row, he was. 32, 33. It was, it was peak Ronaldo, man. It was it was ridiculous. <laughs> peak Ronaldo was 30. I mean, Nuro Ronaldo was at what 31, I think, with the champions. Nuro Ronaldo, nobody's ever gonna beat Nuro Ronaldo. No, no, than, no, it's not gonna happen. Other than Messi in 2012, which that's just a difference. Even at that, man, like okay, fine, yeah, Messi in that year, but Ronaldo in, in that span of three years was just like holy shit. Oh, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'm a, I'm a Messi like I'm a Messi over Ronaldo fan. Which, but to me, it's more just like whoever you pick, it makes sense. Like to me, they're both equal. Like they can they can be equal. You can come to me. You can make me arguments about all oh, how Ronaldo's better than me. And you you'll have you'll have points. I mean, Ronaldo has better is better than Messi than Messi in some stuff. Messi's better than Ronaldo, yeah, 100%. but one hundred percent. Those three years were not nobody was able to touch Ronaldo. Like, yeah, but anyways, was... look, I don't want to, I don't want to be talking about this because it's kind of like I don't want to be starting <laughs> with some like conversation. Yeah, little, the, the, the typical argument, yeah, I feel like it's, uh, that maybe one day. Well, we're talking about Tuchel and Conte and how when which one's better. That's that's gonna be a good episode. I I mean, oh. uh, we never know. Conte's probably gonna find his way back in the Premier League. There's no doubt about it. Uh, like we said, Man United has no intentions of moving on, so yeah. I mean, I it shuts the door pretty quick. But at the same time, we've heard clubs always come out and say we stand by our manager, we stand by our manager, and then fire him anyways. You know what I mean? Like it's they I mean, might be saying it, but it's always with that grain of salt nowadays that I believe oh. it. You know, man, I'm just looking at the recent games: four-two against Leicester, and okay, Leicester. Then you have one-one Everton. Yeah. Then and that's Ancelotti's one of knowledge. Yeah, Ancelotti. Yeah, and then you have two one against Villarreal, which they didn't deserve at all. They didn't deserve at all. They lost Aston, to Aston Villa, which was a deserved loss. I watched it. <laughs> Shambles. West Ham United <laughs> EFL Cup. They lost. Honestly, 
you can give me you can literally pay me two million dollars and I would not have watched an EFL Cup manual versus West Ham. <laughs> it's probably like a third both their third teams playing. But that's another title that uh order uh, lost. Uh, it's another yeah. opportunity he, he's not gonna I just don't see it. I just don't see what Man United's board sees in Ole to keep him. I mean, nothing. It's a bunch of business people who don't really care, right? I mean, that's kind of been spoken about yeah. the world over at this point. If if Ole right now, let's say he was at Man City or he was at Chelsea. like I'm going to say Chelsea because we're known to like fire coaches instantly. Willy-nilly, yeah, pretty much. We would have fired Ole at least nine times by now. <laughs> at least. Just us losing the EFL Cup against West Ham, West Ham. Ole would have been gone. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's abysmal. I don't get it. It's, yes, it's a business, blah, blah, blah. But these owners don't really care too much because at the end of the day, there's no profit. There's, they're not really making any profit off the teams, but it's like, that's where Champions League kicks in, and yeah, it's that's where Champions start for them. <laughs> oh my God, they're they're barely gonna get out of their group uh, if, if they get out of that group. If they get out, which because again, they did not deserve to win that last game at not all. at all, not at all, zero. I I, I think the best game Man you had is literally out the gate. It was the first uh, was the first yeah, the game was zero. it Leeds where they blew them out four five one like. Uh, it was five nothing with Bruno Fernandez hatching and uh, Paul Pogba with four assists. That's and it. Everyone's like, oh, Pogba's back, Bruno yeah, Fernandez. Yeah, they've done nothing, back. and then they went on to tie their games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think they tied the week after, then barely won, and here we are. You know. Yeah. So it's it's very inconsistent. There's okay. no other way to put it. Inconsistent game plan seems very strange, but hey. The board apparently doesn't care. They're happy. Uh, I have a hard time believing the fan base shares that sentiment. But... Oh, there's no... After after the game, Ole was... I think the number one trending thing on Twitter was Ole out. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's... It was... Uh, I was... I mean, I was in shock because it's been happening for the past month, like two, three months now. Oh, it's been happening that, since last year. <laughs> yeah. It, you go on Twitter, the first thing you see is Ole's picture with a clown face on him, which is like... Yeah, makes sense. I think they definitely speak for a lot of fans. That's for sure. Man, it's it's embarrassing, man. If my if my club was running like Man United, I would have I would have lost my shit by now. Forget it. Forget it. I mean, the fans definitely have, but you know, kind of screaming on top of your lungs is one thing, and then hitting them where it hurts their wallet is another. So it's like if you're really that happy, man, just don't go to the game at this point. Stop going to games. Start buying their stop buying their merch. Stop yes. buying their jerseys, which honestly I find are the ugliest Man U jerseys I've seen. They never change. They never change. It's always the same stupid like. No, no, no. But have you seen these years? I don't know. The jerseys this years are just abysmal. I just hate the jerseys. <laughs> it's worse than usual. I, like to be fair, when I was younger, the Wayne Rooney jersey I loved, but the Man U jerseys this year is just. Yeah, but wait. Do you we love them because it was Wayne Rooney? You don't like the jersey per se. Oh no, I, I like the, the jersey. On the I like the jersey. No, I like the I like the jersey back in the day. Manu, it was because it was cl- like it was a classic Manu jersey. Like you think of Manu, you think of those jerseys. Now these new ones, it looks like they went to like Sport Expert, bought a bunch of Adidas shirts and just printed on Man United on it and put Team Viewer, which. 
honestly, <laughs> I, I can see Adidas doing that because Adidas is very uninspiring, let's say, with their stuff. <laughs> you want to talk about uninspiring? Have you seen all of? I think it was. Is it Nike's or Adidas's uh, goalie jerseys? They're all the same. No, that's Adidas. Nike's jerseys are always different. Wait, give me a second. I have to find it. Different styles, different colors, and it's one of the reasons I'm actually very upset that the deal that Puma has with Italy is no longer going to be extended after 2022. Apparently, Adidas is paying us a boatload of money, but Adidas makes such uninspiring jerseys. It's horrible. It's the same thing all the time. There's like no originality to it. I I hate it. I've 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 been I've been waiting for a new like I'm Jordan Jordan the PSG jerseys yeah, with PSG yeah, yeah are mental. Some of the pink ones he did and everything yeah oh, yeah mental. Always beautiful stuff. Mental, but I mean now it's just they're all plain and basic and blah. I don't, I don't know. I don't like the jerseys nowadays. Even I like Chelsea's jerseys this year. I'll, I'll give them that. They're pretty solid. Uh, Not the, the yellow ones. Nice. Uh, even no, but yours, the Inter Milan jerseys. Wow. It depends. I'm personally not a huge fan of uh, the home one, that whole snakeskin. But that mm-hmm. second white one. Oh. That's stunning. That's yeah, stunning. Nike did a really solid job for you guys, man. I'm. Well, thanks. I we're good. If we always do, but uh, but let's. You know what? If we want to talk about nice jerseys, I'm gonna end it on this one. Okay, the nicest jerseys in Europe right now are Venezia's third kit. I who's hands down Venezia. It's a blue with aqua with like aqua blue hints and everything all around it. It is an absolute stunner, and I don't think anyone in their right mind can say otherwise. They gonna, have the nicest oh. kit in Europe right now. It was literally the first team I saw. Nice. Oh, yeah, because they just played today against Fiorentina and they won one. Yeah. Nice. Well, that too, uh, but it's their jersey that they released right before the season started. It's their third jersey, I believe. It's the third kit. Absolute beauty of a jersey. I don't support that team in any way, but I did put it in order for that jersey. It is too nice not to have in the blue any fans collection. The blue ones? Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that Umbro? <laughs> yeah. That is the nicest kit. Those are football right now. Well, those are clean. Yeah. Oh, even the badge is sick. Mm-hmm. Even wow. Anyways, okay, let's get back to <laughs> we're talking about Manu. It's just they have to fire all day. They have to bring in if they can Zinedine. If they can, if not, the honestly, I'd rather than put at this point. I wouldn't rather, but I think most Man United fans would rather see. A freaking pylon sitting down rather than Ole. Probably be a little more motivating. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if, if they don't if they don't fire him throughout the season, I think obviously it'll always depend on kind of where you finish. But let's mm. say you don't finish in that top four come summer, you have to drop him. You have to drop him. And there's only one person you have to throw all the money in the world after that after. Yeah. And Point you know what that is. Well, yeah. And I think what's gonna happen is I was listening to I was listening to a, a piece I think today while I was driving and uh, somebody told me th- what they think is that they're gonna pull a David Moyes on uh, Ole basically if as soon as top four is not reachable just cut it cut you got it but that's the problem it's why wait till then because you see there's no there's, there's it's yeah. not, it's not going the right way and, but, and like, like we said this next month. 
And this 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 takes out the Champions League out of it. This next month is massive. You are oh. no longer facing these bottom level teams that you were supposed to. You're now facing the top six. The top tier. You're like, the this, top this, tier. This is it, man. You don't you don't like this is season defining. This is crazy, man. This so it's is... defining in a good way or in an absolutely terrible way where you let alone not making it into the top four, but not even make it into the uh, Europa. That's crazy, bro. Look at this. Atalanta, Liverpool, Tottenham, Atalanta, Man City, Watford, Villarreal, Chelsea, Arsenal. Whoa. Unreal. It's unreal. Not even the next month. The Yeah, month and a half. Until the holidays. Wow. That's, wow. <laughs> Jesus it makes no Christ. sense. Jesus it, Christ. It just doesn't make sense. But, I mean, it also makes sense that they wouldn't fire him before. Because if they do go and fire the coach now, you're going to be putting so much pressure on, let's say they do bring in, I'm going to just put a name out there. Let's say Zidane. Let's say. Let's say they bring in Zidane now. They're, he's going to be in so much pressure this month that I don't think it's, 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 nah, how do I say it? If they had easy fixtures, it would be easier to bring in a manager because it's like, okay, he can, slowly grow the team because if you're playing let's say Brad not Brentford Brentford are a really good team they're let's say they're solid. playing uh, Watford they're playing Norwich at least the manager has some time to implement the system but now if you want to bring in Zidane now it's kind of like look you're playing a big team you're playing another big team and then another big team and that yeah, like he can't like experiment baptism by fire 100% but the system always for some reason continue to go with is just whatever we'll, we'll see uh the thing is I'm at excited. this point there's no right time because they don't get breaks like you know like Serie Bundesliga over the holidays where you kind of have a little bit of a span the Premier League keeps going so there's never really going to be a right time unless you wait until after the holidays when you've you've done the like you've done you're finished playing the absolute top tier teams yeah well that's what they usually say past boxing days usually when the dominoes really start, like the top six start, well, not top six anymore. Well, every, the top four really start taking the positions. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's expected, yeah. Yeah, and usually after, because that's also when your the death of your team comes in. That's when your mid-season form, there's a reason why they call it mid-season form. is because yeah. that's right at your peak. And that's when the big ballers start playing. So it's like, I would say the best time for them is probably right before the next international break like let's say let's say Ole goes out and out of these let's say the next six games he wins uh, i, I want to say two but i don't even see them winning two honestly it would be a miracle if he didn't win half because atalanta maybe liverpool there's no chance the i to me liverpool is the best team in england right now like I've wa- I I watched the last three four games. My Mohamed Salah is probably the best player in the world right now. Yeah, currently. in his form right now is disgusting. But, it's it's shocking. There's, there's no way they beat Liverpool. Man City, there's no chance. No, there's no way. Then so Atalanta will eat them for breakfast. Oh, oof. oh, <laughs> oh! The brain is already the the. Like he's already drooling right now. <laughs> he knows Man United's coming. He's already drooling. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That midfield is going to stop him. Like, Watford, they have to beat. If they don't beat Watford, then that's the only game I'll give them. 
it's I don't know, man. It's a it's a shit show, Emmanuel. And usually it's okay. They'll have a good manager, but not a good enough team. But this is total opposite. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. He has. But like you were pointing out, like his starting eleven is very hard to beat. But mm. after that, I mean, I mean they have Rashford, they have Martial. Okay, you, you mean, can they're say decent. They're decent. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not like let's see. I mean, I, I don't want to bring in Man City because their bench is probably stronger than all of it. The bench probably <laughs> can win the trophy. They can win the the league. It's. It, it, but like even Liverpool, actually, not even Liverpool anymore. Liverpool, Thiago's on the bench. I mean, yeah, he's been okay. Good uh, backup. I mean, yeah, Diego Jota, which every time feels like every time he gets subbed in, he scores, which for an impact. So that's like exactly an impact. Oh, that's so exactly that's what you need. It's like Giroud with AC Milan and us Poof. with uh, Zeko. Zeko's as phenomenal as he is, he's much better of an impact sub. But yeah, of course, because he can't survive those, let's say, impacts impacts of, like, what, maybe 20, 25, 30 minutes max? Uh, he usually gives them, yeah, nearly half a second. Uh, the whole uh, second half, he almost gives them, yeah. Yeah, they usually sub about, what, 55, 60th minute, or depending on the game. Depending, yeah, but, exactly. Uh, you can't expect Jacko to play 60 minutes. Like, 30 minutes, he'll be impactful. He'll do what he can. Like 30, 35, but a full 60 minute, I think, just pushing him for 35-year-old. For, yeah, for his age, I mean, phenomenal monster right now. Uh, but, yeah, you can't tell he's relying on him. And, nah. you know, it's a perfect segue into City. Yeah, but the reason, you know, Inter kind of got shafted this weekend was uh, the South American players who came back late and everything because of all the protocols. Oh, it was... The game plan from the get-go was, was shafted. Well, yeah, everything... I didn't train I with the team or anything, so it's like... <laughs> you can't you couldn't adjust to it which is i think one of the biggest problems with international breaks now especially with this with all this these covid regulations and shit it's like i get it you have to do these workout qualifiers sure i mean it it's stupid that there's so many games so many international games now because well, you know they have no choice to have to make up right yeah they have to make up and because of world cup is next winter which mm-hmm. I cannot stand the idea of having yeah, a winter World Cup. Is but especially what especially us. So for the people who listen in and aren't actually from like our neck of the woods in Montreal, mm-hmm. Canada, there's already at that time about five or six feet of snow on the ground. <laughs> so it makes going to games, like enjoying them, being with people, and then ultimately celebrating after victories, an actual impossibility. Yeah, it's impossible. There's there's no way. What you you can freeze your ass inside. You can't do anything, and the thing with summer is that you, like, you'll be celebrating. Let's say, let's say you're going for, let's say you with Italy, you'll win, blah blah. blah. It's sunny outside. It's nice. Like you, you're happy because of course you know, we we were watching the games outside on a big screen TV. Everyone was, you know, they're two meters apart. It was perfect. Yeah. And then when when we won, man, uh, we were able to go parade a little Italy and everything. It was perfect. Exactly. In the but, winter, we'll never get that. <laughs> in winter, you think you're gonna party in winter when you have. Yeah, 20 nah, feet of snow I, coming at you. There's no way. Nah, there's no way. This is gonna be. This is gonna be bad. But it it is what it is. FIFA is a very corrupt, crooked, greedy company. Uh, they're proving that again with the video game. But those are debates for another day. Oh my god! But, I don't uh, want to get into that. That's that's its own thing. 
nothing's changed despite all the arrests and Infantini coming in and all that crap. It's, it's never going to change. It's all the same. If not, it's worse. Whatever. It's never going to change. When money's involved, it's never going to change. Uh, it's, it's, it's the reality. It's it's the reality we're in, man. It's it's embarrassing. But whatever, man. We, we can't do anything about it. It's all under their hands, which sucks. But whatever. Which sucks, but it's, you know... Anyways, we have Champions League this week. We have yeah, and Premier League action. We got a Oof. lot coming up. I mean, you guys are playing Norwich. Uh, yeah. Uh, again, he said, man, you, Liverpool. Is it worth waking up early and watching that game? I don't know. I mean, um, yeah. All the other games are, <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll catch the highlights. We'll see how that one goes. But uh, the form that Liverpool's in right now. I mean, I know Chelsea's first. I mean, Liverpool, I believe, is one point behind you. Yeah, but Liverpool, no, Liverpool right now is like they've somehow found another gear. Like they, oh. they've been in eighth gear. They somehow found that ninth. It does uh, not make sense of how they're playing right now. We're first, but I will say it's undeserved first. We, I mean, no, nah, I don't know. You, you need a little more credit than that. I mean, your defense is actually very solid. Well, yeah, we we have the best defense in Europe. It's. It's it's crazy. You, Mendy, I I saw the stat today. Mendy has seven. What is it? Seventy-one saves. <laughs> he had to make seventy-one saves, and he's conceded. I want to say one, but I'm pretty sure it was three. It was three. I think I was looking three, at that yeah. stat too. It's three. That's the seventy-one saves and three goals. How fucking retarded is that? Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's next level. That's next level goalkeeping. That is absolutely next level goalkeeping. Did you watch? Have you seen them? Uh, Mendy uh, highlights against um, against Brentford. Not against Brentford, but I mean, I've oh seen highlights in general. God. Pretty filthy. If you have time, watch watch the highlights. This guy made, I think, f- Brentford had five shots inside the box. All of it saved. Brentford, one guy did a bicycle kick from the, what is it, the six-yard box? A bicycle kick from the six-yard box? Mendy was able to save that. <laughs> One-on-one, saves it with his face. It, it, it was, bro, I've never seen anything like that. I've Man. never seen a goalkeeping match. Mendy, Mendy is next level. You it's... guys found an absolute gem. I don't know how the hell you were able to get your hands on him. Peter check. <laughs> Peter yeah. check's the one that found which, which is not weird, but... Peter Cech, we bought him from Ren mm-hmm. back back in the day. And now Mendy, we bought him from Ren. <laughs> There's always that history, man. You can't deny it. it if does. anyone knows goalkeeping, bro, it's Peter Cech. No, Peter Cech, man. Him, Ikerka. I was going to say best goalkeeper. I think best goalkeeper in the Prem in all time. Not best goalkeeper everywhere because I think Ikerka Sias, you have... Yeah, you gotta give it to him. Between him, Buffon, I mean, oh, Buffon, Buffon, is... <laughs> they don't talk enough, enough about him because he doesn't have a Champions League title. Which he does he? No, he doesn't. No, he does not. Which is an absolute shame. He's but he not. has the World Cup. He has the World Cup, and he has way tech... more than most people can ever say. So, and his uh, his little son has the Euros now. <laughs> I was about to say, and his clear successor has a Euro in one season. So, I mean, Italy's definitely in good hands with that. <laughs> It's, and I mean, it's crazy. Speaking of goalies, we were talking before about Inter and picking up uh, Onana. So it's like Onana. Yeah, it's, it's, his name sounds fake, but it, trust me, people, it's a real name. Uh, Ajax goalkeeper who's been shunned for uh, I forget the exact reasons. Then it was drugs. 
drug. Uh, he tested positive. For oh, he tested some... positive. Yeah, yeah. So there's all that crap in the background. They completely blacklisted him, and his contract's up over the summer. And now Inted, it's you know 101 percent certainty that it happened. His agent confirmed it and everything. They're just not going to buy him in January because there's no need. Yeah. But that's it. Inter found an absolutely incredibly stellar goalkeeper for free, which yeah, hey, which is shocking. Hey, I mean, it's, it's like the hardest position in football, and you have PSG who got a goalie for free in Gigi Donnarumma, who is yeah. arguably the greatest talent of his <laughs> generation in goalkeeping. Yeah, hundred percent. Onana for free because Ajax decided to just blacklist this guy. Yeah, but wait, I want to see exactly what it was. I'm pretty sure it was because it was a ban for after doping violation. Yeah. Yeah, but so, I mean, most teams will just kind of punish you with this, punish you with that. Uh, you're not going to play a few games, but they completely blacklist one of the best goalies in the market right now when his contract's almost up. Come on. <laughs> like, bro, <laughs> that's, that's pretty disgusting business. Like, I don't understand. I'm reading this. It's. <laughs> Wait, this this can be the reason. It, this can be a reason for him to be banned for a year. Apparently, he woke up one morning with a headache, okay. and he reached for an, he wanted to get an aspirin, which wasn't an aspirin. It was, but the first what the something <laughs> was that was prescribed to his pregnant wife. He took that by accident. Oh my god! Okay, oh, this what? is obviously just some bull excuse. I was trying to get himself off the chain. Oh come on, man! Come Regardless, on. I mean, Bears. who cares? Uh, like, slap cares. him with the typical, you know, fines. You ban him for a, like a week of games or whatever the hell. But to totally blacklist an incredibly talented goalkeeper for twelve months, I don't get it. There like, has listen, to be some. We're not complaining, but it's like. Well, yeah, because you guys are actually beneficiaries out of this. But that's it. But, you know, when you sit back and you kind of think about it, it's like, how stupid of management do you have to be? Uh, I don't get it, man. It's, I don't get it. But that's the thing, though. It's just, this, this is big for you guys. This Onana, because I I haven't watched a lot of it. I've watched most of the Inter games, but for some reason, your games and my games are always at the same goddamn time, time, (laughs) which is so frustrating because I just want to better. But for the longest of times, the one, the biggest complaint you had was other than Inzaghi's defensive system, which it's it's not defensive system is that compared to Conte, he plays an extremely high press. What? Yeah, it's, it's so your defenders are completely exposed, and all three of your defenders are six foot five. So if you get caught, obviously you can't run back. You know what I mean? And that's yeah, happening a lot. You're fucked. Like you're not Milan fast. Screen, Milan Trinia gets caught out a bit because of that, and it is what it is. Oh yeah. But go go ahead. I, I cut you off. Well, that's the thing. It's the biggest complaint I've heard was Samir, Samir Hananovic on how it's and honestly, like we're not shitting on him. He's been probably the most underrated goalkeeper for. Well, ever number of years, but, you know, at thirty-seven, it it starts at thirty-seven. It starts, you know, like yeah, he's still he's he's not bad necessarily, but he starts making those extra mistakes. And I, like a team like Inter, Inter, you can't Inter, you can't really be giving up goals like some goals I've seen. Uh, what what happened with Lazio and even some of, like these issues have been kind of creeping their heads since last year, mm-hmm. but now this whole 
parrying shots back into the box when he makes a save. Like he doesn't catch them. He does the fist, but yeah. he pushes them back into the box where into there's the, always yeah. going to be somebody waiting. Yeah. And he it's, he gives a goal, pretty much a goal a game because of that. It's, so yeah, it's like you, he's, you done, he's, he's done everything. I mean, he's an incredible goalkeeper. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. him too. He's never won the Champions League, but he has a City yeah. title, well-deserved. Yeah. But the cracks have been showing since last year, and now this year, maybe they're they're much more frequent because it's it, it all has to do with the insanely high press that Inzaghi plays. Yeah. So the defenders can't clean up after him the way they did under Conte. Yeah. But it's, I mean, a lot a lot needs to change for Inter to have a chance because on paper, we are still an, an enormously great team. But well, oh, you guys are st- you guys are still a really good team and. Like these, these Pretty points being dropped too. is just ridiculous. There, there's yeah. no question about it. And uh, Inzaghi needs to take a hard look at himself. The tactics just Inter is not set up to play like that. But it's not like you guys are that. You, it's not like you guys are not not necessarily suffering. But it's not like you guys are doing that bad either. I mean, no, one it's, loss. listen, it's one loss. Inter lost three games all of last year, so one loss. I'm not going to sleep over. But yeah. it's it's the way they're playing. It's, like, it, you're you not can tell be. that Inter is not used to this way of playing and it's biting them in the ass. Yeah, it's not really. I mean, you go from probably, arguably one of the best managers, in, if not the best manager in the world, to Inzaghi, which to his... He's a great manager. I'm not saying he's he, a fuck. He, yeah, he, he was great with Lazio, but... He's a... No, he's still, you can't really say he's... No, he's still a great manager. He, It's just going to take time for... That's the thing, though. It's it's gonna take a bit of time for them to adjust because, especially now, like I've been reading, uh, I've been reading a lot of articles about the Chelsea that it's hard to motivate them. It's harder to motivate them now since they've won. You've won, yeah. So it's harder to motivate them. So it, it, I think it's kind of the same with Inter, which is like you they've won, so it's now they think they're the shit. So it's like it's hard to motivate them to be what they are last year, but also what you're saying with the high press that also affects. And I, yeah, it's there's there's a lot into it. It's not just okay, the manager is doing this. There's a lot into it. Oh, there's always a lot into it, but I don't think that they kind of just stopped caring because if that was the case, they wouldn't have pulled some of the wild comebacks they've pulled so far. Yeah, but no. the, the, but the reason that they have to pull these comebacks is because the tactics are leaving you mad exposed. Not you're, just... you're being you're leaving an aging goalkeeper incredibly exposed and this is the ultimate outcome but, yeah, but again like i said i don't understand where this whole handanovic thing is kind of coming from because he's never just volleyed balls back into the box the way he does so i'm not really understanding what's changed what's so different last or, year the mistakes he made you can tell were lapses of concentration now it's just stupidity. it's just yeah now you can just he's been doing it way more frequently that's basically it's, what you're I'm, I'm telling you it's yeah, anyone else who's out there you go through the games i'm telling you look at the highlights he, he does that at least once again one goal a game is because he parries it back into oncoming people oh shit i'm looking like, at it's your it's, it's not to say you know i understand that stopping a full-fledged ripper is very tough yeah but still but i mean i've seen guys stop it and hold it and not volley it so there, there's like a disconnect somewhere and it's biting us in the ass on top of the tactical issues that we're having. It's just, yeah, it's two negatives coming together and just... It, yeah, it's just you a can bunch see of this it. kind of stuff. 
But like I'm looking at your back line, screen yards 26. Wow. Okay. Bastoni's 22. Jesus Christ. Damn, bro. He's one of the most sought after center backs. Man City was really hard for him last year. Oof. Bastoni, we might be signing him this summer. Imagine. Yeah, right. No chance. No, we're going for Delete, apparently. Well, we'll the see. rumor is we have Milan screen yard, uh, the right because he's with Mino, Mino Riola. The rumor is, but I think it's all bullshit, is that he's trying to force the Vrij out of. Uh, I've been Yeah. I mean, Which I have a very, very hard time believing because, I mean, it's not like this guy doesn't make money and he just is on a winning team, a very good winning team. Yeah, but it's also Raiola. He wants that signing bonus. <laughs> yeah, of course. He's a dirtbag. I mean, listen, he wants man, that man, signing bonus. We, we say it all the time, bro. If you're a player, he's the perfect manager because he's going to get you everything you want. But, but if you're as, a manager, as, as a manager and a fan, he's a he's a dirtbag. Oh yeah, I mean, he does look, not care about loyalty on any level. Oh, he doesn't give a shit, man. Well, look at the bridge. He's 29, so he has maybe one more big contract. Well, I don't know when his contract ends. That's one uh, thing. He's, he's tied in with us for another, I think, three years. Uh, to 2023. Nah, so another, so it's not that two years. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's. That's I. I mean, I really don't want to get into Raiola because I fucking hate the guy. Yeah, I don't, like like we said, right? If if you're a player, I'll take me because you know you're gonna get that money. But everyone else, man, nah, I can't stand them. Right, bro, he's a dirtbag. That's all he is, man. He cares about cash, and that is all. And he is the absolute sole reason as to why FIFA is genuinely debating putting cap on how much uh, agents can make. Well, yeah, because literally screwing the field for everybody. Well, yeah, bro. With the with the Haaland freaking rumors, I was hearing apparently he wanted forty mil on the side. Well, listen, how much did he get with Pogba? Wasn't it like twenty? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was in the. It was like twenty. It was really ridiculous. And that's when all the talk kind of started, of like, okay, we have to start putting caps because it's ridiculous. It's yeah, absolutely ridiculous. It it just doesn't make sense man it, i mean i get it i get it that it's kind of like okay he wants to make his money but it's like jesus my guy uh, it's, it's ridiculous right himself collected a 40 million euro from the club from who oh even in contact here whoa one such subversion is Mino Raiola, who represents Paul Pogba and is reported to have made more than 40 million from clients transfer from Man to Juventus. Jesus. Oh, this is in total. This is with uh, all the bonuses and everything that came in together. That, that's it, 25. Man. This is what it is. It's 25 mil cash. And then the 50 mil was from uh, Pogba, uh, Pogba bonuses. That's... That? That's that's insane. <laughs> the moment he that's signed retarded. the dotted line, bro, he got twenty five million. That's fucked, man. That's that's wow. Riola, bro. And I mean, and that and that's just Pogba. I mean, his his list of players. I mean, there's no way he didn't get a huge bonus for Jujo Donnarumma. Oh, hundred oh, percent. You know what I mean? He's with oh. Ibra, he's with Ibra. He's with a ton <laughs> of players. And who? And like you said, right? When Haaland makes a move, God knows how much he's gonna make. Bro, he was asking for 40 mil cash. For <laughs> I'm like, bro, that's literally us buying a player. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I but the worst part is that teams are doing it. So, I mean, oh, I don't know. Fuck six, man. But that's why he, he was smart, man, is that he surrounded himself with incredibly talented players who he knew 
teams are going to pay out the nose for, and he used it to uh, screw everybody over. Well, look, he has Haaland, he has Delit, which that pisses me off. Donnarumma, Pogba, and they're all young. Pogba, Verratti, well, I mean Verratti, De Vrij, Lozano, Lozano. Yeah, Lozano's on there. Still too. relevant? Moyes Keane, Ryan Gra- Gravenberg. Who is that? He's got a lot of people, man. And Verratti, I think, was just recent that he switched to him, too. I don't think it was always his agent. I think he recently switched over. That's what it looks like. His contract's to 2024. Yeah, but uh, PSG is going to give him another one. He's, he's going to use PSG for life. No, I'm saying contract with uh, with Raiola. Okay, that's it. No, it was all Raiola. But PSG will never let Verratti go. Oh, no, there's no way. Uh, he's, he's part of the furniture now. He's way too amazing for anyone to let go. Oh, yeah, bro, he's... I think for years he's been... Even him, he's just been under the under the table for years now. But, I mean, because he's no, not a big... He's, that's he's the thing, though, because good. he's not a big stud player. He's not a big... Not a big name, necessarily, but he's not like a Pogba where he's, like, all over the place. Verratti's the type that's, like, okay, comes to play soccer and goes home. Nah, you're wrong there, my friend. Verratti is Pirlo, but who runs? That was the huge differentiating factor between them because he was always going to be Pirlo's heir. But the difference is, is that Pirlo never used to run that much. He just knew where to be, and he made it work. Verratti runs a lot. No, but that's what I'm saying, though. He, but Verratti is not the type to like, you know, Instagram these promotions. No, no, like, he, doesn't, he doesn't care about that stuff. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why nobody really talks about him. That's what Pogba. You hear a lot because. The guy's the guy's face is everywhere. Yeah, that his yeah. hairstyle that he always it's, does. And shit. Oh my yeah, god, exactly. fucking blue braids! I saw. Why, bro? Why? I I just don't understand this guy's sense. I I, I hate everything. I hate everything. To me, Pogba is the most frustrating player because I love him with France. I, both Man United, I just want to rip his head off. I don't know why. I hate the it's guy. Anyway, the, it's not the same system, man. I mean, even at Juve, we all saw how incredibly it was under Conte. Oh my God! Conte just made him a beast. The goals he would score. Oh. <laughs> that outside footer from fucking what forty-five yards out. Yeah, oh. yeah, those oh. stunning replays that are still around today. Yeah, the, the kid's got it, man. It's just again, he's he's gone from one. I mean, listen, Mourinho's not a bad coach, obviously, but he doesn't use them. He didn't implement them well, and the same thing's no. happening again. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, Mourinho, I mean, we can kind of start saying he's washed. He's pretty much washed at this point. I, which is- I, I agree, not because he's, he's, let's say, a bad manager. No. But he's become too much of a journeyman, and I think that completely killed his status. I, I think it that completely legacy. takes away what he achieved. Is, like he's, oh, yeah. Every 18 months, boy, he's with a new team. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, I think that's why Zinedine Zidane's kind of like, you know, uh, no, he doesn't want to be a jerk. But that's what's happening to Conte, Conte technically now. He's going everywhere, but the thing is, he's still he's winning titles, he's so it's winning. like, exactly. okay. But that's why I think Zidane doesn't want to. Like, there's some jobs I was hearing about, but I think Zidane's either Real Madrid or Manu. He's not going to go anywhere else. He won't go anywhere else except Real and potentially Manu. I mean, listen, there's nowhere else that you can really go. But like we said, if Man U waits until the end of the season, if you go for anyone other than Cote, then you're just stupid. But my problem, with, as I told you before, my problem with that is that Man U's board is known to come out and not uh, just want offensive football for entertaining basins. Yeah, exactly. And Cote doesn't like that. 
No, Conte will not do that. Conte will play his tried and obviously very true way but, of playing, given how much he wins. And you, that's that. But that's the thing, though. You've got to put that ego down and just be like, look, this guy knows how to win. This guy's won practically everywhere. every time. Everywhere he's done everything. I mean, except Champions trophy, but I mean... Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> Man United has to take it like Inter. It's one step at a time. Concentrate on one thing and then build yourself up. Yeah. So it's like, you can't... Ex- like, they're obviously not... They're not built for the Champions League, man. At all. No, no way. They're barely built for the league. Don't worry about the Champions League. Just, just worry about... Like, just, just, just do like Conte. Just win. Be in the top four. Get better year over year because obviously you get all that money from TV rights. Yeah, and then figure it out. But right now, you can't, man. You can't. Champion Champions League should be at the bottom. If it happens, all the better. And the only reason they say it is a priority because as a team, you have to say it's a priority. Oh, yeah. Deep down yeah. inside, like Juve winning La Serie A is fuck all. It means nothing. Oh, they don't give a shit anymore. They don't give a shit. The only reason they were winning is because Serie A was catching up. But deep down, bro, behind closed doors, I can tell you, I can assure you. The Juve's owners did not care. Oh, bro, they were used to it. Didn't they win like eight in a row? Nine. Nine. <laughs> they won nine in a row while the league was catching up. And now look at how different it is. It's They won because the league was so behind and catching up. And at the end of the day, man, I'm telling you, Juve ownership behind closed doors only won a Champions League and the City title. They'll say it in front of the media that, yes, they have to win. But deep down, man, it was bullshit. I know they didn't care. Well, yeah, that's what I find. That's why this year I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be mad if Chelsea, Percy, don't even pass the group. I mean, yes, I want them to pass the group, but it's like I wouldn't even be mad because our priorities. Yes, we want Champions League last year. Great, good job. Sure, but this year, what we really want is the league title. I don't care. Okay, yeah, they go win Champions League. Sure, happy, good, yay. Have to spend another three hundred bucks on merch. Okay, <laughs> but it's like. Like, I wouldn't be mad, and I actually would somewhat move the, uh, move the, move, uh, how do I explain this? I would actually push the narrative of, oh, it's actually good if we get, if we don't survive the group stages. But yeah, obviously, you know, you focus in the league, obviously. Yeah, and us, we already have enough. That's why, to me, it was just, I'd rather not have games. It's less games for our players. And with last year, this year, you start seeing players are like you players are gonna start getting injured a lot and yeah, they've been getting injured a lot more. But that's it. So yeah, there's there's definitely the upsides and everything. I, I get I get your point though. Uh unfortunately the leagues aren't doing anywhere near enough to protect the players because obviously it's all money driven. Yeah. And it's very sad. But yeah, I I, I I get your point. So instead of playing, you know, Every three days, you play once a week. It allows people to kind of cool in, yeah. So relax a bit, yeah. Especially with it's, it's not bad, and it's that even the next year and a half is still. It's not like oh, after this season, everything's gonna go back to normal. No, next year, World Cup in the middle of the season, dude. Next year, they're gonna be playing soccer. I think in July, like because the Premier League usually starts earlier than everyone else. So in yeah. theory, the Premier League is gonna be starting in July, and CDS starts in August. <laughs> That means players are basically getting like two weeks off, if at that. <laughs> That's crazy. I just don't understand how you're going to go from club football to the World Cup and then back. back to club football in a spam of a month. 
this is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know how they're expecting anything. This is this is just a shit. Like like we talked about this a couple of days ago. You know, shit's starting to go south when Romelu Lukaku is having muscle fatigue. This guy's an Iron Man. Like, Ro- yeah, he's I, I don't remember ever hearing Romelu Lukaku's out for a game. No, I've never heard. Never happened. The guy's never hurt. The guy's never tired. The guy's just... And then comes out um, the, the the Belgium coach. Uh, what's his name? Martin, uh, not Martinez. Uh, oh, I forgot his name. Comes out and says that, oh, he's muscle fatigued. Just like Eden Hazard. Hazard, we all... Man, whatever, that uh, makes Hazard sense. became made of glass there, but... Uh, anyways, oh my god, I could talk about Hazard for fucking hours. Anyways, but yeah, it's you know shit's starting to hit the fan when this guy yeah when they come out and start muscle fatigue. It's I mean Romelu is known to kind of like if it's not important he won't play for Belgium. Let's say, especially for UEFA Nations League. Yeah, for sure. He doesn't. He played the first game. No, did he? He didn't play the first game. I don't even think so. Because I'm pretty sure he did play the first game and scored. Yes, he did play and he scored. He scored one or two. One or, anyways, I know he played the first game. Uh, let me just make sure here. Yeah, Lukaku scored in 40th minute. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the he didn't play the third game, which, I mean, yeah, it's a bronze game. Maybe that's why he didn't play because it's like, oh, it's a bronze game for the UEFA Nations League. But it's still like it still puts you it still puts it in your head that like these players are breaking down. It's it's tough, man. I mean, everyone's in way more peak physical condition than ever. I mean, even just a decade ago, but it's like can't geez. take it for granted, man. They're people too. <laughs> but yeah, our, but... our body can do incredible things, especially under the tutelage of such incredible trainers and mm. you know the training and how careful they are but it's at one point you, you can't but it's not even yeah go for it go for it no but that's it you you, you can't uh, i mean what do you expect these guys to do and the thing is, is that it's not necessarily just the injuries it's just performance wise too like you can tell people are tired like oh, Jorginho, he, is definitely not playing like he is last year why but the guy's exhausted yeah, he's a, he, he's a guaranteed starter 11 out of 10 times for you guys at this point. Yeah, and but he can't start now. He's not really starting because beginning of the season, he, he looks... T- you can see how tired the guy is. Yeah, of course. And it's not like, oh, Jorginho, but for the Italy team, he played every... He, what? He definitely played every single minute for, your, for the Italian team during the Euros. Mm-hmm. Practically played every single minute for Chelsea last year. And on top of the same, competitions, even after the Euro, because then yeah. like the oh yes, the freaking I that was I don't get it, man. It's Super Cup, the freaking all those little trophies and little competitions we had. But even Mason Mount, Mason Mount this year, bro, he he doesn't look anything like last year. But bro, same thing. Last year he was our most played player, player with the most minutes. He was the second most used player after Cesar Spiriquiota for Tuco. By the way, that's a little stuff for you guys. So, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's played practically every single game last year. Then goes for England. He was pro- he was one of the biggest players for England. One of the, well, probably one of the first names on the team sheet because Southgate loves him just like every other manager, which I don't blame them. Yeah, I can't blame him. Fantastic player. Uh, but yeah, but you can see they're starting to get leggy a bit, which this is why death is the biggest thing this year. 
and we have it. Man City have it. Liverpool have it. Who don't? Who doesn't have it? Manu. And look, they're yeah. struggling. That's maybe yes. Okay, fuck. Uh, I get it. Tactic wise, isn't working. But like, if you have no depth, you. But that's it. It's like you're you're feeling issues now. So imagine later in the dog days. Now that oh. Champions League's back, that you're playing every three days. It's gonna come back, man. It's gonna come back to bite them. It's very hard. Unless they have some kids in the youth that we're not aware of that they're gonna bring up, which could be a possibility as well. But that's uh, I mean, obviously not a guarantee of wins. So well look, uh, Rudiger was injured with well, I mean he was filling his back with injury uh, with uh, Germany. So we played uh Malang Sar, which we bought I think two years ago. It was decent. But he I mean it's the sh- he was good, but and it shows that we have the death and but I'm thinking about the other teams. It's just like it's not good for the league. It's not league. at all. Like, yeah, there's money, blah, 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 but it's really not good. It's what the end of it is. I mean, knock on wood, we're going to see, a, I think we're going to see a couple more Christian Eriksen moments, which knock on wood, I, that's I the last not. thing we need. But I mean, that's what it's getting to eventually. Whatever. It is what it is. On that note, we'll definitely uh, come to a close before we talk people's ear off. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's already been a very hour. interesting recording. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's now really... it's Champions League during the week. The leagues are back on the weekend. Yeah, and Thank we'll God. definitely touch base with everyone again on Monday. We'll see what happens. We'll see where we go. Let's we'll see if there's any uh, any upsets. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Manuel loses That's, again. Uh, it's not an upset though. If oh, the upset would be the other way. I mean, yeah, but if Atalanta beat Manu, it's still... I mean, for the football world, because they don't really recognize Atalanta, which is weird because they scored 92 goals like two seasons ago. 92? Uh, 90, last season. Last season, 92 goals or something. is retarded. They, they, were, they were 92 and Inter was 91. And the ironic thing about that is that we were constantly called the defensive team last year. Yeah, because of Conte. But, people but how can you be defensive when you score 91 goals? That's the but that's the thing, but people don't understand that yes, your system can be somewhat defensive, but you can still pop it. Ninety-eight goals Atalanta 2019, 2020. That's, that's retarded. That's, that's absolutely unheard of. That is retarded. Anyways, that's like three goals a game. Practically yeah. three goals a game. That's anyways. Like PSG every week, basically. If, if not if not better. I don't I don't know, man. It's getting hundred goals in a nearly hundred goals in a season. There's nothing short of ridiculous. Fuck. Hopefully, they pop in five goals against Manu. Make David <laughs> cry. They, they could easily do it, man. Because Atlanta, it's they're regimented as hell. That's why they're so scary. They're a I good mean, team. They've been with Gasperini for quite a few years now, man. That system is down to a T. Well, look, uh, they came not, I don't want to say out of nowhere, but they, they've been climbing the table for a good while now. Yeah, it's I been, mean, I'd say, four years. Steadily, yeah, and then they 20, just exploded. I mean, 2015 2016, they were 13, mm-hmm. 2016 2017, they were fourth, yeah, 2016 2017, 17 18, they were seventh, yeah, since 16. And and if you look at all the transfers, they they pulled basically a Liverpool where every season they got one key person in a role and they've been rolling ever since. Going on, man. Probably. And that's good. that's just good management. That's good ownership. And so what happens if you have a good board? Man. 
Good. I'm 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 proud of them. Good. I I'm happy to see these teams grow. It's... That's what I was gonna say. Like stuff like this is phenomenal, not just for you know the CDA, but the Champions League and football as a whole, because it gives people that kind of game plan to show people with a good plan, man. He know what to do. And at Atalanta is not exactly an incredibly wealthy team. Oh no, no. So, but they still made it work, man. And I think it's proof of that as long as there's good communication, you guys know what you want. Any team could become a monster if done any. properly. That's just the way it goes. Unless you pull a Newcastle and you just get a takeover. Which yeah, is... unless you decide to pull a Newcastle, <laughs> put in a cheat code and get bought out by multi-multi-billionaires. I mean, yeah. Sure. A la Chelsea. A la Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Basically. A la Chelsea. <laughs> I like... Uh, we're hearing fans about uh, fans. Chelsea fans are complaining about it, and then everyone is like, "Bro, the only reason why you guys are relevant is because your team got uh, do turned you over." Who your owner is? <laughs> and like, yeah, that's what we're complaining because we saw what happened to us. We don't want it to happen to you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. But I mean, Liverpool and Man City are complaining too, but it's because it's, nice. it's more competition to them. Yeah, Liverpool. You, yeah, but Liverpool. It's their Man City is like okay, bro, shut, just shut up. Liverpool, yeah. uh, Man City, like, shut up. Liverpool, you're like okay, it makes sense. They're, yeah, I mean they didn't, they didn't get a takeover necessarily. I mean LeBron kind of like investing in them years ago, or whatever. Apparently, oh, they have a lot of investors. Yeah, that's how they run. But anyways, anyways, it is what it is. It is what it is. Long Good week. week. Yeah. Good, Good week. week. Enjoy the Champions League, the soccer on the weekends. Let's get it, boys. Club soccer's back. Club soccer's back, and we'll see you all in a week. All right. Ciao, boys. Ciao, guys. Oh,